The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alex Lowe is an actor, comedian and voice artist known as the creator and performer of the character Barry from Watford as well as the character Clinton Baptiste and he's here with us today. How are you doing? Fine, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great, yeah, as well as I can be doing, I think. Yes, So, first of all, how did Barry from Watford originally come about? Well, uh, Barry is sort of based on all my Cockney relatives from southeast London who um you know when I was growing up I'm considerably older than you but when I was growing up we had old people who were like properly old they weren't like um you get nowadays old people pretending to be very young and dressing like their grandkids so it was sort of based on all my cockney relatives who were during the second world war were kind of um encouraged to to leave you know London it was very dangerous and so a lot of them moved out to the suburbs where I still live now. So my old, I mean, I sound very middle class and posh, but <laughs> they were all uh, Cockney ding-dongs from the East End of mm. London. So they moved out during the war to South Harrow, uh, which is just in northwest London. And I'm not mm. far from there now. I live in Watford. So I think <laughs> um, that's what it, who it's based on, all the Cockneys who mm. left London for the suburbs. Yeah. And when you started phoning into Ian Lee shows, was that the first time you performed him in a yeah, way. Yeah, I really wanted to do I mean it was a it, it was a shameless attempt to try a new character out. And yeah. uh, Ian had um for, I used to do a show on XFM, now it's now called Radio mm. X. And I had a Sunday show for like a couple of years and Ian, who I met doing the eleven o'clock show years and years ago, uh phoned up once as a character called Mike from Camden Town, which <laughs> sounded exactly like Ian from Muswell Hill. Um <clears throat> and so when Ian started doing a show on LBC, I thought I would try this character that I'd always wanted to do based on my Cockney lot. And uh, he didn't really realise it was me at first. Then about five minutes in, I think he sort of got it. I think at the start, he didn't really realise. Yeah, I've always wondered that if he realised it at the start, but I guess he wasn't in on it. No, no, not really. He was after a while. Yeah, I guess eventually you must have decided that he was going to be a regular thing. How did you kind of agree on that well you know we didn't really agree i i Mm. just the thing is if you are a performer this is a very this is not meant to sound pretentious if you're a massive show-off you will find any 
opportunity, <laughs> any little chink in a in in a in the dam to kind of push your creative waters through and flood the market. Yeah. So um, what a terrible analogy, but anyway, <laughs> um, you know. So so it was a bit like there are people like Peter Cook famously used to phone um, on LBC. What's his name? Who's that? Well, anyway, one of the one of the presenters, and you know you would just find any means possible to to explore your characters, and so I just used to phone quite often before going to bed you know my wife would go up to bed and I think oh you know I might phone Ian and you know after a while it sort of seemed to work and people thought it was a real character so we just used to do it all the time but I didn't ever really say Ian tonight I'm going to phone up and we're going to talk yeah. about this so it was all sort of improvised and he's such a brilliant improviser it was easy yeah and I suppose that was always the highlight of the show when Barry phoned in because it was always so funny and how do you manage to stay so sharp with all the stuff that you come up with um well I don't know that's very kind of you to say so there are there but trust me I've listened to some, back to some of them and I think god that's terrible um I mean a lot of it was a bit smutty and you know double entendres and all that but um I don't know really I think to be honest I really wanted to do it as a character mm. and it wasn't just a fun thing so I sort of did treat it quite seriously um mm. and so yeah I mean the thing is Ian makes it so easy and and he sort of instinctively picked on up on the fact that what it should be is quite often some sort of antagonism between Barry and Ian. Yeah. Obvious. That's how you create drama, isn't it? By having some sort yeah. of something between them that's not going right. Mm. And another presenter's show that you've appeared on is Steve Wright. So yes. how did you manage to get on his show? Well, amazingly, uh, there used to be, now you will never remember this, but there was a, yeah. a, a newsreader on Radio 2 called Fenella Fudge. Ah. Thanks, great name. And yeah. I think she used to listen to me on Ian's show. Oh. And she she, uh, got in touch with Steve Wright. I don't know whether she recorded me or something, mm. but she spoke to Steve and I maybe sent in a demo and I must have sent in something, I think. But anyway, we did it one week and he was saying, let's let's have this idea. We need a purpose for you to be there, like a lifestyle guru. And Steve Wright, like, like, uh, like Ian Lee, is so kind of bright and switched on about ideas, been in the business for years and years. Um, and so I did it the first week week and then he said do you want to come back and it became a sort of semi-regular thing I mean as far as I know I'm still employed there no one's ever told me I'm not doing it but it's been yeah. you know a few years now since I've done it maybe a couple of years and so um yeah I mean it was thrilling I mean for someone like me to work with Steve Wright I mean so yeah. so great yeah I guess that's an incredible opportunity and yeah. we need him back on the show to know how he's doing during lockdown and everything oh god well yeah I I always I think, you know, someone like Barry is a real comforting presence, you know, he's yeah. sort of everyone's granddad. Uh, so, yeah, I would love to do something like that. I'd love to get back on there. But actually, at the moment, I'm doing a Sunday show on BBC Three Counties. Oh, yeah. So that's on, on a Sunday for, for the whole of August. And I would love to come back and do some more with them. But, yeah. uh, you know, I just I don't leave any stone unturned. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about Clinton Baptiste here... 
how did you sort of come up with him? Because he was originally in Phoenix Nights, wasn't he? That's right. Well, I, I work with Ian... Uh, what's his name? His name? What am I talking Peter about? Peter K. Not Ian Lee. Peter K. So sorry. <laughs> That's right, Peter. Yeah, I mean, I did a, I did a show um, at the Edinburgh Festival, which Peter K came to review uh, for right. Edinburgh Nights for BBC Two. Uh, this is in the late 90s. And he, we sort of struck up a bit of a friendship and knocked around together a bit at the Edinburgh Festival. Then he put me in uh, that Peter Kay thing. And then he phoned up and he offered me this part as Clinton Baptiste, which I've sort of resurrected a couple of times with other things he's done. And then in 2015, we did uh, Comic Relief at Manchester mm-hmm. Arena, Phoenix Nights Live. And I just said to Peter, I really would love to have this as a character to do on the circuit. And he very kindly let me do it, you know. So wow. uh, I really have Peter to thank for that it's his it's entirely his creation so you know it's great that I'm allowed to do it yeah absolutely is it quite fun to have a character that is a dodgepot basically and isn't genuine I suppose um, it's quite fun because I have quite a sort of imba- a low embarrassment threshold and I <laughs> have quite a you know I'm I'm always friendly to people I'm not really that abrasive with people so it is lovely mm. always lovely with both Barry and Clinton. I mean, in the case of Barry, I literally have a prosthetic mask quite often. <laughs> but, you know, to have a sort of a character to hide behind. And if you have a sort of large-than-life character like that, you can say stuff and get away with it. And people understand you're doing it in character. So it is yeah. lovely to be able to do those things. And, you know, Clinton is such a charlatan. It's great fun to sort of play with that. And people are on board with it and they understand yeah. he's he's a kind of real fake. Yeah. And what I love is sometimes on on Twitter, people will tweet him and like see somebody on the news that looks vaguely like him, and Clinton's like out of order. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I'm really delighted. I mean, that happens all the time. People sending horrible photos of people they found on the internet rather cruelly and suggesting it's Clinton, yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I, I'm so delighted that anyone's interested. I'll always retweet those things. Yeah, absolutely. So you're doing a tour, which I guess you're finally allowed to do now. So can you tell us just a little bit about that and what we can expect from the tour? Well, I, I had been on tour with my first Clinton show which is called The Paranormalist Returns yeah. uh, and if I move that you can see that's some of the scenery there from the uh-huh. Clinton show and um, of course the pandemic you know really put paid to it and it was a real disaster for me because it would mm. sold so many tickets and we were going around the country and it was such great fun and all the effort I put into the show and like everyone you know God everyone's got these hard luck stories but it sort of ended halfway through halfway through the yeah. tour so in the in the, the 15 16 months since I've been writing a new show people who still have tickets to the old show can exchange them for the new show it's bigger better uh uh, I don't know if it's funnier. I hope it's funnier. But it's got sort of, you know, it's had slightly more production involved. Mm. So that's going around the country from September to December. Yeah. And have you found that you've had perhaps a little bit more time to hone your craft during this year of not doing anything? Well, I have, yeah. And I've done two series of my podcasts. One of them's coming out. Series four is coming out soon. Mm. Um, and I have had a lot of time. I mean, what's typical is now I've got, I'm looking at my wall planner here. I've mm. got sort 
of um, 10 days before I start rehearsals with my director to learn mm. these lines. So like everything, you know, you have months and months on end and then suddenly there's not enough time to get it done. So yeah. I've got to really knuckle down and get on with it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're doing so many dates across the whole country. So yeah. you're going to be quite busy. And one in particular that looks exciting, particularly for this station as it's based in Blackpool, is you're playing the Blackpool Tower. So I guess that must be quite exciting. Very, very exciting. And for all you, yeah. uh, is the word Black Puddleians? What's the word? I believe so. Yeah. Right. For all you guys out there, I was there recently at the Leighton Institute and I mm. did uh, a gig uh, with uh, Mick Miller, famous way before your time, <laughs> uh, a famous comedian and I had a great time. And I went up and down Blackpool, did some publicity. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For my new show. And while we were there, we popped in and we didn't get very far. We didn't actually get into the Blackpool Tab. We had a chat with the people at the front. And I'm really, really excited. I cannot wait to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And is it quite rare that people are allowed to perform there? Because I guess it's often used for really big stuff like Strictly Come Dancing and stuff. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that. I have absolutely no idea. But since you mm. say it, I've, that's what I've been thinking. Yeah. It's a funny thing to go and do. I know Peter Kay did it, didn't he? I don't know yeah. whether the same venue i've no idea but i know he played the blackpool tower uh, so 
maybe it is a i don't know i mean when you yeah. when you go outside you do see there are sort of theatrical things on yeah um so i don't know i have absolutely no idea but you know yeah. it feels iconic to me to be playing that. yeah absolutely and i guess it's exciting nonetheless yeah yeah god yeah so another character that you've done kind of less frequently is professor joseph lavens as oh, well yes. which he's pretty interesting to say the least what yeah. gave you the idea to do this kind of american scientist guy joseph lavens is one of those kind of ufo new age nutcases yeah and i think i just wanted to do a character um <laughs> i can't remember just you know to phone up ian lee and say this kind of vaguest stupidest things possible <laughs> claim to have recordings of um aliens what have you yeah. it's always funny i think we do with ian is i sit here at this very desk and mm. draw you know like you get you often get in sort of ufo documentaries someone saying i didn't have a chance to take a photo i quickly drew what i saw <laughs> invariably it's a terrible diagram <laughs> a ufo so we always do these funny um you know drawings that clinton's done uh clinton uh, joseph has done yeah. and i send them immediately to ian but oh. the problem is particularly with that character i don't know why it makes me laugh so much there's something there's quite a lot yeah. of sort of silences where i'm laughing only because it's oh, yeah. so ridiculous and it makes me laugh when i mean actually with all the characters when people really think they're true oh yeah they get angry they i mean we did one once for talk radio with ian and I'm, someone got really furious at the end. I think it's the very end of one talk radio where I went into the studio and someone was absolutely livid. Or was that Joseph Lavin? Maybe that was Clinton. But you know, when people get livid and they think it's real, that's my yeah. favourite thing. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. And it's like, come on. Like I think it's maybe even enhanced now that the show is on Twitch and you can see in the chat that yeah. usually people that are unsubscribed are like, is this yeah. guy for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I think probably, I mean, it's obviously, to me, it's obviously a joke, but yeah. if you just can sort of keep it, keep one foot in keeping it real, mm. then that's the best thing. If it was somebody going and went, and did this kind of <laughs> stupid voice, you would go, yeah. you know, so it's really great to make the occasional thing sound plausible. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's funny that he always talks in a kind of very serious voice, but yeah. most of what he's saying is completely ridiculous. Yeah, and sometimes you can just slot something in people think what what, what did he just say and you <laughs> yeah. just slot it in sort of under the wire like yeah. you know uh, you know I, I i did it with a monkey and uh, <laughs> you know i think that an alien done it with a monkey you know that sort of thing uh, <laughs> it's like people just about catch it yeah and i guess it's similar with barry but you can sort of get away with laughing in his voice sometimes as well yeah i think so and yeah you can do that i can do that and i think some somehow barry now has become you know i've done barry on tv and steve yeah. wright I did it a bit on Big Brother, you know, there used to be a spin-off called Big Brother's Big Mouth. I've yeah. done it on all sorts of things. Kind of people sort of know it's fake. Yeah. So if you you do a slight nod to something, you know, if you're laughing at something, people kind of know you're in on the joke as well. Yeah. And you did Barry on a show with Noel Edmonds as well, Cheap, <laughs> Cheap, yeah. Cheap, which yeah. I guess was pretty exciting to be on the telly. Yeah, I mean, like all of these things, I, you have really high hopes 
And unfortunately, yeah. it came and went. It just, mm. we did 31 hour episodes for Channel mm. 4. And it's almost like no one saw it. It's incredible. Mm. I don't know how that happened. I suppose nowadays, everyone's attention is drawn by, you know, there's endless amounts of social media, endless amounts of digital platforms. And yeah. so I thought, you know, this is no brainer. This is going to really be a great success. But it went out in the middle of summer. It went out at, a, at not a particularly good time. And yeah. I think it's one of those things where if it had, had ch a chance to breathe, it really would have been something. But it, it I mean, some of it didn't really work. I, mm. I'll admit that. But I think it could have been something. And it's yeah. a really shame it didn't. Because Noel Edmonds is a big name. So you would have thought that people have watched it for him, at least. I suppose so. I think that it just, you know, the quiz show was you had to guess the price of various items and which was the yeah. cheapest everyday shopping items which you know to you and me might sound a bit dull but for some people yeah. that's their everyday lives and yeah. it's kind of fascinating you just end up doing oh i reckon that's cheaper than that and yeah. that was clearly the sort of base onto which you'd build this quiz show and also an element of sitcom. But I don't think, in all honesty, we had long enough to prepare for the sitcom element. And there was just so much random improvisation, you know, 50% of it didn't work, that it just, the whole thing looked, it was neither fish nor fowl. It was kind of all over the place. But yeah. it's a real shame because it did have some great moments as well. Yeah, and I guess maybe even if the concept sounds dull, it's sort of what happens in the show that makes it. Like, most people that watched Top Gear probably weren't really car enthusiasts. That's right. They watched it for the personalities. Exactly that. Exactly that. And I think, as I say, if we'd given been given a bit longer, that we could definitely have achieved that. Yeah. And you know, there's a there, there always used to be a thing. God, I really sound like someone's granddad, but on <laughs> television where the BBC gave you the right to fail. Now this wasn't the BBC. Mm. It was Channel Four, which is a similar, yeah. you know, national um, corporation. Yeah. But um, there used to be a thing called the right to fail, where you try stuff out and they go, well, okay. Let's tweak it. But in the brave new world, it's a bit like that failed, forget that, move on, next thing. Yeah. And so things don't sometimes get a chance to breathe. Now, some people listen to this would say, I hated it. It was never going to be anything other than what it was. <laughs> but I thought it was good. Yeah. And when you first started doing Barry, it was just kind of phoning in and audio. So when did you decide that you wanted to put a face to the voice? Well, I suppose I wanted to go and do uh, the Edinburgh Festival. And mm. in many ways, and, and you know just find a platform for Barry on, on the stand up circuit yeah. and I think um, in many ways I shouldn't have got the prosthetic face it's been an absolute millstone it's mm -hmm. you know you have to turn up an hour earlier than everyone put it oh, on yeah. um, sometimes it slips off on stage if I haven't put it on you always get people going oh that your, your mask I can see where it joins it's like yes oh, I know yeah. you can I'm not a prosthetic expert <laughs> but then I think when you see people like uh, Mrs Merton you know, Carolina Hearn who used to do a yeah. show where she just played an old lady. People, people's, you know, they use their imagination, they suspend their mm. disbelief. So I don't know if it was necessary for me to, you know, put Barry's face on. But also, I was a younger yeah. man then, so I looked yeah. a lot younger. Nowadays, yeah. I don't need it because I'm getting so yeah. bleeding old. Yeah. Well, that's the point. Do you think you'll still be doing Barry when you are, in fact, his age? Good point. I don't know. I, I hope so. I hope so. But it's kind of, I don't know, maybe it's not as funny if you're the 
the yeah. real thing. <laughs> it kind of adds an, a layer of something if you know someone's a lot mm. younger. But you're right. I mean, I'm 53. I mean, that to you would seem ancient. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know whether I will. Maybe yeah. I will, or may, maybe Barry will morph into something else. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Who knows? Maybe he will eventually age to be older than <laughs> 82. I could age down. Yeah, that's a good mm, point. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Great idea. And as Clinton Baptiste, you do celeb VM messages as well, right? I do a lot of those, um, yeah, celebrity dedications yeah. I've been doing. Um, and thank God, because in the lockdown, in the terrible time we've had in the last 16, 17 months, 16 months maybe, yeah. um, you know, it's kept the wall from the door because I couldn't yeah. do anything. I mean, I kept thinking, you know, when you're an actor, you spend your whole time sort of auditioning and then there's this opportunity that might happen and this one narrowly misses and then something gets delayed or cancelled. So I've always thought, you know, the very least you can do is just get up on stage and do it for yourself. Now, yeah. this pandemic has proved that even that was bloody difficult because you couldn't <laughs> go and do stuff live so thank god for the celebrity dedications because i would have Mm. been on the floor if i had nothing else yeah absolutely and it's just great to have something to do in these times well it is but you know as i said i did the podcast i've written Mm. the new show i I cannot sit still. I mean, I yeah. cannot bear to, you know, you hear these people say, oh, I had a lovely duvet day. It's like, oh, oh I can't think of anything worse than sitting around. I just, and I think that's a failing. I'd love to be able to relax a bit more, but I just yeah. can't. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I have to always be doing something, even if it's work. I'd rather do that than sit and be bored. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And yeah. also, you know, just as time gets on, my time is so precious. The yeah. prospect of sitting around watching YouTube videos or I say that I've just discovered TikTok I can't leave it alone I know well we need Barry from Watford and Clinton Baptiste to have their own TikTok videos that's an idea yes 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 thank you we'll do that (laughs) well where are we able to keep up to date with you and book tickets for the Clinton Baptiste tour okay guys I really need you to come and see this because I do not want to be up and down the country the only person in the building echoing on stage I think there's a little bit of reluctance still about people to go out and about but we need to kind of get the thing moving again please come to see the show and you can go to clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live clintonbaptiste.com forward slash live all the details are there great well thank you very much for joining us on the show today it's been great having you here thank you so much lovely to speak to you Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.